They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Combini Tournament, where your favorite Combini items battle it out to see who will be the king of the Combini. Will it be a top seed like Fami Chiki or Strong Zero, or a dark horse like Tuna Mayo Nagiri or Oi Ocha Green Tea? The first round is over. 32 Kambini items have made their way to the second round. Stay tuned. And now, let's head over to the Kambini. They're the Kambini, they're the Kambini, they're the Kambini boys. Hey, Mike. Matt, 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 how's it going? <laughs> I'm on top of the world, Mike, because it's Saturday morning here and we're talking Kanbini. Even better, we're talking, we'll soon to be talking Kanbini tournament. How about you? How are things over in Japan? Things are great, man. Um, things are better than ever, I got to say. Um, you know, this week, like you said, we're going to be talking about it soon. I know, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, hold up. Just wait. Let us get through the opening. So we're going to be talking Kanbini tournament. It's been exciting. You know, it's been a dramatic week. Excitement, you know, the highest of the highs, lowest of lowest the lows. Of lows. <laughs> but uh, in general, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's just been a, yeah, it's been a great week. Excited to talk on Beanie. Uh, Matt, what do you say? You think we, we should just get on with it? Let's get on with it, Mike. And uh, as usual, we're going to start off with the Chicky Wars here. Big week in Chicky Wars, but we're going to try to move through it a little faster than usual because we do have Convenient Tournament action to talk about this week. Four new Chickies are wow. out. Yeah, big news here, Mike. And starting off, I had a Lawson. We have Karaage-kun, known flavor number 209. Mike, oh this is the mentai mayonnaise flavor, Karaage-kun. Mm -hmm. uh, Mike, you probably know how I feel about this, but how do you feel about By the way, this is out of Hakata. This is specifically Hakata Mentaiko. Mm -hmm. That's a area in Kyushu known for its Mentaiko. Yeah, Mentai Mayo. And, you know, that's a classic combination. Probably if you don't know much about Japan, you're probably thinking, yeah, you know, um, mentaiko, which is um, fish eggs combined with mayonnaise. That's a classic flavor. But Matt, what strikes me about this? It's a black box. You know what that means? This is a this is a top of the line version <laughs> of the karagi kun. Two hundred forty yen. You know, not my favorite. Well, I, you know, I don't mind the mentai mayo. Um, and so, you know, it's a black box. I got to get in there and have it. How about you? I imagine you're you have different feelings about the old mentai mayo. No, I'd apply social distancing to this one, Mike. Get no closer than six <laughs> feet with a mask on. I do like the box, as you say, black box with the Karaage-kun mascot desperately holding the mentaiko <laughs> and squeezing that mayonnaise bottle like his life depends on it. So uh, great, great design here from Lawson. Mm -hmm. um, okay, Mike, we got more chickies to talk about here. Yeah. So next yeah. up, out of family, Mark, oh boy. Mike, we hmm. got the Quattro Cheese in Fami Chicky. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is a cheese in Fami Chicky. Quattro Cheese in Fami Chicky. That's a four cheese in Fami Chicky with cheddar, gouda, <laughs> mozzarella, and parmesan all Ooh. stuffed inside that Fami Chicky. Mike, your thoughts on this one? Well, you know, we if you've been keeping up with the podcast, you know, we're looking for this, you know, the the legendary 
uh, cheese in chicky that's going to be able to do it right. Until now, they just haven't been able to pull it off. That chicky juice just overpowers <laughs> or mixes in a strange way with that cheese. So, Matt, you know what? I, I got to get in and see if this is the one. I got to be honest. I don't think it's going to be. You know, we love family chicky. We love cheese. But just been disappointed so many times so far. And, you know, it wasn't too long. It was only a couple months ago we had the, the cheese in family chicky. So I hope they're, they're really coming back with something good this time. What do you think? No, I appreciate the tenacity of the Family Mart, Family Chicky development team. These guys are working like they're developing a Corona vaccine here, just desperately trying to make this cheese in recipe work. Haven't done it yet, but maybe here's the recipe. By the way, they're doing now set-based cheese in engineering, Mike. What I mean by that is they don't just have one cheese in product coming out this week. They got another one, okay? They got the triple cheese in product. Poke Chicky, Poke Chicky, mm-hmm. of course, Family Mart's rival product, Takadaage Kun's or Lawson's Karaage Kun. Mm-hmm. So we got chicken nuggets here, Mike, with three types of cheese inside the Karaage Kun. Any yeah. thoughts on this one? Oh, yeah. So um, you remember a couple weeks back, I made a proclamation in my uh, at the Gemba <laughs> when I said, we can just write off Poke Chicky. There's nothing to see here. No need to ever bring this up again. Well, Matt... I stand corrected. This is what Poke Chicky needed because um, Lawson, they did a similar thing with Karage Kun. They had the cheese in and it works mm. well with the chicken nuggets. It doesn't work well with the chicky so far, but Matt, mm. I got to get in here and try this. But I will say, mm-hmm. if this fails, then we will. We might have to just ban Poke Chicky from the podcast. From the podcast, wow. We can we can talk about it, but in in terms of the video, we're gonna have to blur out the image. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. What what do you think, Matt? What what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, you know, Mike. Um, I have similar thoughts here. I mean, Karaage Kun, they're just so far ahead. Again, they're releasing concepts at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we just have the cheese in Poke Chicky. Maybe, maybe this will allow it to just barely get back into the game. But right now, really, they're playing single A ball to Lawson's <laughs> major leagues. So they're going to have to have a big boost here to yeah. have any chance uh, at, at, at competing with Karaage Kun. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike, believe it or not, we still have one more chicky to go here. Oh, this yeah. is out of 7-Eleven, so all big three conveni have new chickies out this week. Um, oh, yeah. Here we have the big Nana Chicky oh. Herb flavor. Oh. Uh, so pretty easy. It's a big Nana Chicky with some herbs on it. Mike, mm-hmm. any thoughts on this guy here? Well, a couple things jump out just to start. 350 yen. Okay, so that's got to be that's going to have to be a, a big chicky. And then the other thing that jumps out, I want your thoughts on this. One thing that we love when we did the taste test of all the chickies, and we love the Nana Chicky, was was its seasoning. Mm. And they're saying the herb flavor. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Does it need any change to the flavor? That's the only thing that sort of worries me. Well, you know, um, you figure it's got to have herb flavor in it anyway because mm-hmm. it's got all that seasoning on it. They don't really describe in the de- – there's nothing in the description that, that points out exactly what herbs they're using. They're just saying <laughs> it's, it's, it's a proprietary spice blend. Yeah. Which is yeah. exactly what's on the regular Nana Chicky. So I, exactly. I have a feeling they may just be putting parentheses herb flavor – on a regular Nana Chicky, oh. using it as a new product. This could be 
This isn't even a modular play here, potentially by 7-Eleven. This is uh, this could be a little smoke and mirrors here. I suspect <laughs> that's a good point. Maybe they're just trying to say, "Hey, this is different." But we know that flavor. I hope it's just that flavor. I hope it's just more of that flavor that we love, and um, you don't have to give it a try. But three fifty yen. That's pretty big, you know, that's $3.50 for one old chicky. Mm. Yeah, we'll have to see. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see what it, what they've got, but um, yeah, nice to see them coming out with something as well. All right, Mike, last up in the chicky news here, um, and I think we're going to take a deeper dive into this next week, but mm-hmm. uh, shout out to Super Salary Man. He's Legend. done an incredible analysis of the Christmas time premium bone-in chicken across the Big Three Convini and Kentucky Fried Chicken. We'll post a link to this on Twitter and in the show notes. But Mm -hmm. the way he's broken this down, Mike, you know, I haven't seen something like this since, I don't know, maybe, uh, you know, this is kind of a Nate Silver style analysis (laughs) of the bone-in fried chicken's uh, uh, playing field here. Yeah, yeah, no, this is uh, this is big. This is coming from the legend, the man himself, the super salaried man. Anyone who wants to see it, go to supersalariedman.blogspot.com. Follow him on Twitter as well. This guy is the legend. He's our hero. He's, you mm. know, one of the great inspirations for the show. And um, if anybody's going to break it down, it's going to be him. I'm sure you're going to have a huge article, tons of information, tons of cross sections. But um, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna pull it up. Uh, I think in a, in a couple of weeks, but um, yeah, man, what a what a week for the the chicky wars. All right, Mike. With that, uh, what do you say we head off to the scoreboard? All right, sounds good, Matt. So um, yeah, this week we're looking at the scoreboard, and I'm just gonna hit you with those numbers. We've got Family Mart sixty seven items, Lawson thirty nine items, and Seven Eleven with hundred and thirteen items. Um, yeah, just about 200 new items from the convenience this week. Matt, any thoughts on those numbers? Everybody's playing right in their wheelhouses, so no, not much to say about the numbers this week, Mike. Yeah, no, I was hoping that we were going to see, you know, some more action like we talked about, but unfortunately it seems like we're pretty, pretty standard. All right, Matt, so as always, we're going to look at our winners and losers for the week, and to start, let's just go ahead and just look at your loser for the week. So um, I'm going to throw it up on screen here. Matt, what are we looking at here? Yeah, Mike, this is a pepperoni and cheese pizza out of 7-Eleven. I posted this on Twitter actually yesterday, Mike. Um, Hmm. I think it's a very generous use of the word pizza here, Mike. Uh, (laughs) What we're looking at here is sort of a stale bread roll topped with tomato paste, maybe corn, a little bit of cheese, and I guess that's pepperoni, although it does just look like a scab on top of a bread roll. Mike, this looks closer to a human head out of a microwave after about 35 minutes on max than it does a pizza. Uh, I can't say anything worse about this thing. My goodness, uh, that's my loser for the week. Yeah, Matt, uh, this is not a bad in terms of um, you're going to pick a loser. This is a loser right here. Like you said, you got this. This It's in the pack as well. So you can imagine the sort of texture of that thing. Mm-hmm. They got the corn. They got the pepperoni. And, you know, as is as is often the case in Japan, we don't know if that's actually cheese or if that's mayonnaise that's on top there. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a classic conundrum. You never know. 
Is it cheese? Is it mayo? You could have a whole yeah. game show of that. So, Matt, I totally understand. Great pick um, for your loser of the week. Uh, a, a true loser. All right, Matt, as for me this week, um, I got something for you. Boom. We've looked at this many a time. Um, Matt, this is the Zone Unlimited 0500. As you can see, this is uh, digital performance energy. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, we talked about this a number of times, and I still don't understand what this is. And I, I uh, this digital performance energy claim is very dubious to me. Obviously, this is a, uh, you know, this is an energy drink, 500 milliliters. Um, I just, you know, there's just not enough information. I really want to know what sort of, you know, digital performance I'm going to be enhancing when I drink this thing. Um, so yeah, you know, I've seen it so many times thought to pull it up a couple times, but, um, yeah, I finally thought I'd, you know, present it to our losers. We've got the zone unlimited zero. Um, <laughs> and that's my loser for the week. Matt, what are your thoughts on this, uh, this so, mystery item? So many confusing things about this product, Mike. First, the design itself, it's got this purple <laughs> galaxy with a C minus on it. It looks like you took a bunch of coding bros their design preferences ran it through some kind of uh, algorithm and this is the can it spit out you know just just <laughs> awful not sure what does unlimited zero mean yeah. wow confusing there and i see at the very top it says version 1.0.0 so presumably they'll have more versions of this coming out uh potentially even minor updates maybe they'll change the minus to a plus that'll be version 1.0 0.1 um yeah, yeah yeah looking forward to seeing how this product well actually i'm not but uh, i guess it will evolve over time yeah and we'll see like you said it's version 1.00 so it had its first major release <laughs> who knows what it was like in the prototype stages i don't know probably a black hole of some sort all right matt enough of this Let's get on with our winners because that's what that's what everybody really is interested in seeing. So I'm going to just go ahead. We're looking at your winner for the week and boom, what are we looking at? All right, Mike, boom. here's my winner for this week. This is the Kanikama Onigiri. Kanikama meaning imitation crab stick. Actually, Mike, you just educated me on that. I stupidly thought this was actually real crab. It's not. This Fair is enough. imitation crab. I don't care. It's damn good. Yeah. I love imitation crab with a little bit of mayonnaise mixed in in the onigiri, Mike. And um, a lot of people might be a little bit turned off by it. The The image isn't so appetizing. Mm. Uh, the, the closest I could come to it, it kind of, I don't know if you're familiar with the game The Last of Us, Mike. <laughs> but yes. uh, it looks a little bit like a clicker. <laughs> the top half of a clicker. <laughs> sort of face has exploded wide open a little stringy little red little pink little white yeah yeah um so it doesn't necessarily look like the most appetizing onigiri but gosh darn it i do love it yeah yeah no um kanikama i'm a fan as well um actually I remember when I was a young kid, I didn't really, I didn't actually know the difference. And um, my my cousin, he actually, there in the in the refrigerator, there was some kanikama mm. and uh, the imitation crab meat. And he, you know, he made us pay a dollar for each bit of that kanikama, but we did because it was so good. And 
So it, it has a strong place in my heart as well. And you're right. The, the Onigiri Kanikama is one of the best. And mm. like you said, you wouldn't think even with that mayonnaise as well, but the mayonnaise really adds something to it. So I say, I say good call. All right, Matt, on to my winner of the week. Mm. Um, I think you're going to know this guy right here. So Ooh. this is a mm -hmm. advancing to round two, oh, actually. Wow. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You see what I'm talking about. Advancing to round two of the Combini tournament, the classic Choco Pie. But Matt, I oh think you God. There's a key word right here. Oh, ice. Yeah. And in Japanese, <laughs> ice means ice cream. So Matt, this is just a hey, it's a choco pie ice cream. So I mean, what else can I say? What do you think? Mike, I saw this item and I, I looked at it hard. Not hard enough, though. I missed that word ice, which is a huge, huge mm. word in this case. My God, <laughs> a choco pie ice that looks outstanding. My favorite thing growing up, as long as we're talking childhood food stories, mm -hmm. was the Snickers ice cream bar. Mm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think this could be on par with the Snickers ice cream bar. You got that sheet toddy cake and that melty chocolate on the inside there, sandwiched mm. by ice cream. Oh boy, Mike, that looks darn good. What a winner this week. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for reminding me of Snickers ice cream. Now, if they still have that, I gotta get it. But anyways, Matt, all right. We got a we got a big show today. That wraps us up for the scoreboard this week. Um, now we're going in the main section. What everybody's you know excited about? We're talking Combini tournament, right? That's right, Mike. So round one is finally in the books. We spent all week launching the thirty-two matches for round one of the tournament, mm -hmm. and now we're on to round two. Yeah, Mike. There's a lot to talk about. Probably too lot. much to talk about about yeah. this tourney. But I think we just want to take a look at some of the key matchups. My bracket, I'll tell you right now, it's already busted. I'm yeah. in big trouble. <laughs> and then we got some we got some big time matchups coming up in round two, Mike. Some of these were pretty easy going in. I mean, yeah. we saw Fami Chicky absolutely destroy Ham Katsu in round Destroyed. one. No surprise there. But what's yep. gonna happen when Fami Chicky goes up against Karage Kun, baby? Oh, Fami Chicky withstand 209 known flavors. Of Karaage Kun. I don't know, Mike, and I, I gotta know. tell you, I'm scared as hell about Kanbini Coffee beating Yasai Seikatsu. That's gonna potentially set up a matchup in round three with Can Coffee, assuming Can Coffee can beat Elohas Water in round know. two. Yeah. Elohas, my god, how did it do that? Beat Highball. <laughs> what are we talking about here, people? I don't know. I don't know. That was a huge upset. Well, in terms of seeding, not a huge upset, but in terms of I, what I thought was going to happen, especially some of the feedback we were getting, I thought, yeah, Highball might have been making it all the way to the Final Four, absolutely. if not taking it. We, we, we had saw some people Highball, taking it. Final Four, taking it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Matt, there's some huge matchups coming up. There's Pizza Man versus American Dog oh, coming up. God almighty. Are you kidding me? That's going to be triple overtime, quadruple <laughs> overtime. I, 
I have no idea. I will say, as we mentioned last week, I had beef jerky going to the final four, <laughs> completely smoked by Black Thunder. And um, the really, the, the real crusher for me this week, and I know, I know you know what I'm talking about. We're talking about the guy I had going to the final four from the meal division, my, one of my favorite top three items, the meat sauce pasta absolutely obliterated it was a <laughs> shutout against oyakodon meat sauce pasta did not get one vote um so that was uh soul crushing for me matt well uh on the plus side mike oyakodon's gonna be going up against umeboshi onigiri in round two and i suspect a real smackdown by umeboshi onigiri <laughs> to oyakodon so hopefully you'll be able to get a bit of revenge there in round I, two i hope meat sauce pasta i hope but I, you know what i don't even know now could right. could it take out umeboshi onagiri as that would be one of the oyakodon up no that would be again that's similar to that's a holy cross duke situation i just don't <laughs> see that happening mike and you know just again back to our senior analyst now, official senior analyst. I don't That's know if right. You saw the press release. Welcome, welcome. welcome. Uh, but PJOMC talking about Oyako. Oyako not, ne not necessarily something you would normally go to the convenience to get. You know, right. you typically go to a restaurant um, mm -hmm. to get Oyako Don. Yeah. Uh, Umeboshi onigiri. That is that is you know one of the foundational foods of the convenience. Right up there with the family chicky. Right up there with the oden. You know, yeah. right up there with the, I would even say, Whoa. meat sauce pasta. Thank you. Well, hey, wait, you just said something that is the other huge <laughs> ripple throughout this tournament, <laughs> devastating my bracket and my mice as well. I know yours as well. You know what I'm talking about, Matt. Something I don't even think the craziest of, you know, Nostradamus could not have seen this. That was the walloping of Oden by Tsukune. When yeah. Tsukune for our, you know, yeah. people who don't know, it's just, uh, it's chicken balls on a stick. Chicken it's not, it, nobody goes excited to the convenience to get a Tsukune and completely walloped Oden. You know, Mike, I'm suspecting foul play here. Um, you know, we talk about uh, George Soros bussing in protesters. <laughs> I think I think the uh, the lobby against Oden may have uh, been up to some no good, some some dirty mm -hmm. tricks mm -hmm. to get Oden mm -hmm. out of the tournament. Like you said, this was a walloping, which just doesn't make any sense. In fact, the first bracket we saw by a Japanese guy had Oden winning the whole damn thing, and yeah. here we are, round two, nowhere to be found beaten by Tsukune. By the way, Tsukune is going to be going up against Curry, Curry Man. Man. Yeah, I can't wait for Curry Man to just smoke that thing, in which yeah. case, we. Why? Well, that's another story here, Mike. We could have three Mons in round oh, three. Oh, boy. my goodness. Holy hell. Yeah, look at this. Yeah, some of these matchups, you're right. Oh, <laughs> one other I'd like to say is that um, Hyoketsu Chuhai yeah, going out was... Lost to Oi Ocha Green Tea. Um, you know that was that was one of the most that was one of the toughest fights in this first round. And um, 
Hyoketsu going out was, you know, that's going to kill some people's brackets. Whereas, you know, if Oyocha would have lost, that would have killed people's brackets. That was a, that was a real critical uh, battle. Sad to see it go, but, um, you know, uh, I don't know. What, 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 uh, what did you have Hyoketsu doing? I had Hyoketsu uh, losing to Ukon no Chikara, so you can tell my bracket is totally busted in the yeah, drink division. Yeah, Neither of those even made it to round chance. two. <laughs> I know Mai Mai's bracket, Karen's bracket, they had Hyoketsu Chuhai, I believe, mm -hmm. going to the championship round, never mind the final four here. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think brackets are busted all over because oh. of that loss by Hyoketsu Chuhai. And yeah, one more that I'd like to shout out, one that's um, a lot of people were really keeping an eye on, and that was our beer matchup. That's right. And uh, that was Kirin Ichiban versus Asahi Super Dry, Asahi Super Dry, and Matt. Um, Kirin Ichiban took it. Yeah, Mike, it was a slugfest, though. Um, yeah. You yeah. know, it was a it, it, Kirin-edged Asahi Super Dry Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. But thank God for that, because everybody knows Asahi Super Dry in a can, pretty much trash out of the oh. draft. Well, uh, yeah, I actually had it going to the next round, so I don't know. Asahi Super know. Dry. Yeah, I agree. You know, you know, hey, we seeded this thing together. I'm a Kirin Ichiban guy, but this is how the Kambini tournament works. You know, I got in there and I thought, well, you know. What is the iconic can? Well, yep. that's probably the Asahi Super Dry. Yep. So it had me pick it. So, anyways, that was our big beer matchup of the of the tournament. That's the only one left. Noto Goshi Happosho uh, also lost. So that's the lone beer remaining. Lone so we'll see what happens. Beer remaining. And um, speaking of beverages here, Mike, uh, two matches that I'm going to be looking at hard in round two. We got mm -hmm. canned coffee going up against Elohas, and then we have Kanbini drip coffee going up, up against Kirin Ichiban, which means we could have a canned coffee, Kanbini drip coffee showdown in round three. Mike, I might have a mental breakdown if that happens because I just don't know. I got canned coffee going through this whole thing, but I didn't yeah. I didn't expect Kanbini drip coffee. It would make it so far that, that it would actually face canned coffee in this tourney, but I think it's likely now. Yeah, yeah. No, there's so many tough matchups coming up. I'm I'm worried about looking ahead to Pokari Sweat versus Strong Zero. Oh. I mean, these are these are really uh really tough, you know. That's looking a little bit ahead. Beat you know, if Pokari Sweat can beat Oyocha Green Tea. I don't know, maybe it can. It probably actually won't. So that's uh you know, I'm I'm gonna that's gonna be a nail biter for me. But um yeah, man, any anything else that sticks out with you or uh no, um, you know, I think I think round one, it was a lot of clear, easy decisions. I think though, round two here, it's gonna get heated. This is where yeah. these matchups are gonna get tighter and tighter, and I suspect more people are gonna be voting because mm -hmm. there's 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 gonna be more intensity now heading into round two. Yeah, no, I agree. So everyone, yeah, thank you all so much for you know voting. And um, please, like, for these next rounds, if you could throw in the votes, makes it a lot more fun. Um, and we, we really want to try and, you know, determine the true winner of the uh, the Kambini tournament. Well said, Mike. Yeah, thanks, everybody. All right, Matt. Well, 
you know, we uh, we had her back for a couple weeks and then we missed her for a week. But um, thankfully, back this week, we've got the spicy commentator. And um, I'm happy to say, Matt, actually, she uh, if you remember a couple weeks back, we talked about that drama where they were releasing these mm -hmm. uh, these sweets that they released in the drama actually in 7-Eleven was partnering to release actually real versions of them mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so uh this week the the second uh the second version the second item came out and my my got her hands on it so let's take a listen to her review of that hey guys hey matt today i'll introduce koisuru kayobi no gokujou pan pudding in english maple syrup bread pudding from 7-Eleven. This is the second item from the Kono Koi Atatame Maska Konbini Drama. This item, we went to find it in the morning, so it only took two convenience to find it. When you open the lid, it has a good maple syrup smell. The whipped cream looked really delicious. The texture is really thick. It's more like French toast than pudding. Pudding and French toast are two of my favorite sweets, but I didn't like this. It's too heavy. My score is two stars. I'm looking forward to the next Konbini Drama Suites. Wow, Mike, two out of five stars. Um, I gotta tell you, I'm not so surprised by that. Bread pudding, as I understand, is not common in Japan, and I could see yeah. some of the disconnect between... It, it's not pudding. Pudding is a yeah. bad word for it. We just happen to call it bread pudding. It is much closer to French toast than it is bread pudding. Yeah, I had I had never really had bread pudding myself, and I, I totally agreed. Um, uh, I'd like to, you know, maybe try it not at the convenience some point, um, just to sort of have a, you know, a point of comparison. But um, yeah, you know, the 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 spicy commentator this week, she's back out swinging two stars. Um, so brutal. Like she said, you know, looking forward to the next item they release, and I'm sure we'll have her back on for that. Can't wait. Okay, Mike, uh, back. We're bringing back quickly a segment called What's the Call on the Hall? This mm -hmm. is really a shout out to somewhat JP, aka Alex. Uh, he's been in our Conveni Mentor program now for one <laughs> month. And Mike, he pulled out a haul this past week that was absolutely stunning. It was yeah. pizza chips. Karaage kun regular kakiage soba, which he purchased at your recommendation. Oh, uh, two tall boys and a melty kiss, Mike. This was just—you've uh, used the word elegant to describe halls in the past. I think that is the appropriate term, elegant. I gave this one five stars. Unfortunately, didn't get enough votes to make it into the Kambini Hall of Fame. But uh, we're going to try to give it a final push to see if it can't get into the hall. Yeah. Um, no, I'd just like to say, Alex, you know, thank you for all your efforts, you know, working hard at, you know, improving your halls. And I got to say, I agree with Matt. That's a five-star hall right there. <laughs> this guy, he's one of the fastest rising in the circuit. There's no doubt about it. 
um, you know, uh, I, I'm just really happy that he's been able to get to the place where he can pick up these five star halls and, you know, um, but yeah, man, Alex, he's also has his own, uh, YouTube channel and, yep. uh, he's actually, yeah, he, he does some cool videos. He's a fellow developer and he, he does, he had uh, one video that was talking about like how to, uh, talk about programming in in Japanese so that was pretty cool and he's also just got some you know uh some other videos as well so definitely check him out there check out somewhat JP on YouTube and Twitter this guy he is going to be the next uh you know Kambini star he's going places <laughs> <laughs> all right Matt well hey you know it's coming to the end of the show and um a couple weeks back we were graced from the gods Kambini gods with our first ever call in to the show. <laughs> and after that, we were followed up two weeks in a row with another call in from Joe and a great Kambini memory. And this week, Matt, we've got a new Kambini out. Wow. Um, I think we should uh, just go ahead and take a listen. This is Casey from the Bean Pod in Ishikawa Summit to see. He's going to be sharing his Kambini memory. So let's take a listen. Hey guys, this is Casey here to share my Kambini memory with you. Uh, if there are two things that are true in the world, it is that uh, small children are vectors for disease. And uh, you haven't really experienced Japan until you've defiled a Kambini toilet and those two worlds collided for me about six years ago. I was cruising down the road with my one-year-old son in the car seat when I uh, felt that familiar noro tickle in my stomach and I had to pull over to the nearest Lawson leave the baby in the car power power walk my way through the doors fingers crossed that the toilet would be vacant and and I made it in there and released the liquid green Noro poop Uh, and then I was puking a few hours later that's my convenient sorry oh Oh, Casey wow (laughs) Got the norovirus, you know, <laughs> one of the hardest hitting viruses out there. Oh man, that was... everybody's been there. And I gotta say, for the people who don't live in Japan, this is something you gotta understand. Matt, we might actually this this podcast might go long. It doesn't matter if you're going to the convenience, you get into that toilet and it's a solid toilet. This is a this is not pooping out at your your park out by your home. This is a solid toy. So I imagine, Casey, I know that this is a this is a tough situation to be in, but when you finally got there, you got to be feeling pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I had Kambini toilets. They sort of doubled as a mobile office for me because um, I was often inside them, getting a lot of work done in there. They They truly are fantastic. And everybody, I'm sure, has a story about just absolutely wrecking a t- convenient toilet. Um, but, you know, it really is one of the great things about Japan. No matter yes. where you go, there's a clean toilet nearby because there's a convenient mm-hmm. nearby. Yeah. Um, and you really haven't lived until you've heard an anxious young Japanese pounding <laughs> on the door, <laughs> desperate to get in while you're wrapping up your business in the convenient toilet. Oh, great memory yeah. Casey yeah yeah thanks for calling in Casey and actually we're gonna I think if everything goes according to plan we're gonna be joining Casey and Joe That's on right. the Shikawa Summit to See podcast next week really pumped about that 
And uh, yeah, so thanks so much, man. Yeah, and uh, check out Casey on Twitter. He's at the Bean Pod. Casey is often posting some really awesome, awesome uh, photography of where yeah. he lives. It's uh, genuinely quite uh, awesome photos that he posts of beautiful mm-hmm. countryside in Ishikawa. Uh, and he's got a podcast called The Bean Pod and then another podcast with uh, Joe from Corporage called Summit to Sea. So check those out. Yep. All right, Matt. So, wow. What an exciting episode. I mean, we had we had it all. We had tears, we had laughs, we had, you know, we had some pretty serious moments as well, but somehow, you know, we made it through. So, um, Matt, I guess that wraps us up for this week. So, yeah, everyone, just uh, thank you so much for listening to all our podcast listeners, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know, leave us a, a, a like and, you know, share and rate our podcast. It really helps people find the show. If you're watching the video, you know, give us a like or check us out on the video. Give us a subscription. You know, that would be great as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're also on all the social networks. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Been really active on Twitter, and that's where we're posting a lot of stuff about the Combini tournament. So if you want to keep up to date with that, check us out on Twitter. And if you have a Combini memory, um, you know, please, you know, visit our website website our uh at anchor.fm where the combini boys you should be able to find us and you can just click the button that says leave a message and leave your message or your convenient memory and that'll be great um all right matt yeah everybody just thanks for listening and uh yeah i guess i'll uh see you at the convini i'll see you at the convini mike <laughs>